0: In front of every man I've ever dated? I'm going to do jokes about dating and relationships that were inspired by the people in this room?
1: I'm rapping. Hello, and welcome to Finding Mr. Hyde, the podcast. I'm Allie, back with my co-host, Erica, and I am back in the USA. Welcome back, baby. How was Poland? Oh, it was amazing. The whole trip was amazing. Started in Prague where we spoke last, and then was in Poland for my friend's wedding, and then I spent a night in Vienna just by myself at the end.
0: That's awesome, though. How was v- I? Mean, I don't want to say rank the places you went, but you went to three different places, <laughs> and I would like to hear the rankings of them. Let's oh, say that's solo hard. travel. Let's say solo travel. You're listening to this pod. You want to go on a trip by yourself. Yeah. How would you rank the places? What do you think is the best if you're traveling solo?
1: I think Vienna is probably my number one. Mm-hmm. Like, I could see myself living there. Really? What I, city I, do
0: you feel like it's closest to that you've been to? You Paris, kind probably. Of like a Paris? Oh, yeah. Nice.
1: Like, it, it gave me – and it doesn't look like Paris. Paris has a very distinctive look. It doesn't look like Paris. But it gave me the most, like, I could live here vibes. It's kind of hard to describe. But I've the only other place that I felt that besides New York is Paris.
0: Interesting. Does it also have – this is such a – I don't know if this is a lame question, but I know Paris has a great public transit system. So you really feel like you can explore and go around. Does Vienna have the same thing or not? Yes. So? Yes.
1: And, yes. I and that's know. not a lame question. I think that's huge. Like it's like I – so when I travel, especially when I travel solo, I like to stay – I don't like to stay in the like main, main, main city center where the tourist sites are. I like the to stay somewhere part, that's yeah. – yeah, like where I was saying was still touristy for sure, but I like to stay where there's a higher concentration of restaurants and bars versus like sightseeing, and then go to the sightseeing yeah, place sense. and then leave. Like that's yeah. that's my vibe. So yeah, I don't blame you. I, I re- felt
0: felt this way in Amsterdam too. Easy to get around. You could like rent a bike if you wanted to, but it also yeah. had public trains if you wanted to explore outside of Amsterdam during the day and go see like the William, uh, sorry, the windmills and stuff like that.
1: So I've talked a little bit on the pod about how I've been trying to extend my damp January into into future months and I have really been enjoying recess mocktails as a way to have what feels like a fancy drink at home but without the alcohol.
0: Yeah, and also it's nice to have something in your fridge that just has a little bit of flavor. Totally. And they're they're delicious. They're made with real fruit, sweetened with agave and again, 0% alcohol. So just a nice nice little flavorful drink.
1: They're absolutely delicious. And you can get 15% off recess mocktails now at takearecess.com slash FMH. So you can enjoy your favorite cocktails without the consequences. Yeah. So it had an amazing, they call it the underground, it's like the U, amazing subway system that was really intuitive. So I took that from my hotel into the like city center. I was still saying staying in the main city, but like different districts. Yeah. Um i just really loved vienna i was only there for a night literally 24 hours less than definitely need to go back don't have the full picture of the city by any means within 24 <laughs> hours but it was awesome i did rent a bike i i biked over to the like big palace they have there scooted back oh they have the like subway the little everywhere scooters? yeah they have limes nice. well they have all sorts of different brands but the like lime yeah. is connected to uber um so that was really really fun. I I loved Prague and Poland though. Poland was like a whole different thing. The reason I'm saying the country, I'm aware that Poland is a country and Prague and Vienna are cities. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But so I was in Krakow for a night. But my main experience of Poland was in the countryside because it was specific to their hometown for the wedding. Right. It was my friend's wedding, and he got they got married in his hometown village. Okay, it's so, so also
0: hard to compare because when I travel, something I like to do if I can is go to a small part like that where it's like i am purely with locals i'm just gonna live how they live however they live i'm gonna absorb it and i'm gonna try to do it you know so it's it's a different experience though than going to a major city in poland
1: yeah and krakow was amazing i actually i don't know i don't know i don't think i had any expectations of poland i don't think there was like anything in my mind that i had thought oh this is what poland is gonna be like Mm -hmm. my friend has told lots of stories of like he called the, his country. They call themselves Highlanders of like his um part of the country, rather. So he's told a lot of stories about like his village and that kind of thing. But I just didn't have any expectations or anything in my mind about what Poland was going to be like or Krakow. It's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all three places I, you want are great. So pretty. Yeah, I mean Prague was incredible too. I you know I don't want to sleep on Prague. It was awesome. um In Prague though, our Airbnb was in the like very very center where all the touristy stuff is was it near that big square I don't know it was it was like right off the big square where the clock is which Mm -hmm. was great for accessibility but it was a little overwhelming
0: okay fair to say because I didn't go I saw Prague and Amsterdam in the same trip because they're pretty close to commute to um with my sister she was studying abroad in London so I met her over there and she's like let's do a place we've never been Loved both cities very much, but what was also nice is we didn't go in the summer. I went, like, October when she had, like, a fall break. So the plus side of
1: that is very much low tourism. During I those mean, times. I can't explain to you how crowded the streets of Prague were. Like, See, that's shocking there, to me. I was like, oh, it was so chill and empty when I went. There were five of us traveling together. The only reason that we didn't get separated from the group is because we're tall. <laughs>
0: That, like, so was that just like walking around New York? Like it was more like yeah. New York City crowded. It was like
1: you. It was like wow. you were in Times Square. It was like you were swimming through people.
0: Okay, that's a good note to have because I I wouldn't have even thought to say that to people because I just wanted a yeah. different
1: time. And mm. it was amazing. Okay. Like I loved it there, and we had some incredible experiences, and we went a little further outside of the little area we were staying in. But like I, I would probably just stay in a different neighborhood the next time I go. Okay, good to know.
0: But all three places, because I think we want to do an episode about this sometime of traveling solo for women yes. and tips and tricks and dating abroad as well um you felt very safe in all three like if you went away from the group you were like i'm fine we're good yeah fully safe that's good
1: to know um the one thing that we were so our um uber driver on our way in from the airport in prague was telling us like prague is an incredibly safe city etc cetera, etc cetera. the one thing that he did say and a few listeners wrote into this to me as well is the taxis there are a scam
0: That's a lot of places though, if you don't ask. That's that's like my eyebrow debacle. You gotta ask how much (laughs) before you get in the car. Otherwise you go to get out and they're suddenly like a hundred. I know it's not euros, I forget what it is there, but you know what I mean. Like a hundred dollars. And you're like, What? You're like, that was a twenty-minute ride. They're like, Yeah, it's a hundred bucks. And then you're dealing with a language barrier and many other things and yeah.
1: Yeah. So in any case, it it was amazing. All the places I would love to go back to Poland. It would be an incredible part of a honeymoon, like the part of Poland that we were in. It was gorgeous. So we stayed in this resort on a lake, and it was just the most scenic thing. Our rooms were like quite literally on the lake. We were on like a floating dock. Yeah, it looked beautiful. It was insane. I didn't actually know that our rooms were going to be like this. Mm -hmm. I I upgraded. It was like an extra like I want to say 40 bucks, 40 euros potentially a night. It was called Lake View. Like, I had no idea. I thought we were just going to, like, be facing the other way. Yeah, it like, was like I an had... infinity
0: pool with a lake is what it looked like to me. Yes. Yeah. It was wild.
1: Like, you're out on your balcony. And you're just, like, on the lake. Like, a friend of ours went catamaranning one day and, like, catamaraned up to our room. <laughs> we <laughs> weren't awesome. home. But she, like, sent us a picture being like, are you guys home? Because I'm at your balcony. <laughs> I'm on a catamaran and I'm here. Yeah.
0: But you think, like, if you want a honeymoon that's, like, serene, chill time. Like, really just the two of you not bothered by the world. That's the spot.
1: I, I think so. And it was extremely affordable. Like, for mm-hmm. what we got, the resort was extremely affordable. Also, everything in the surrounding area is really affordable. It would be a good, like, adventure-type trip. Because although you get the, like, relaxing scenic thing, you're in the mountains. So you're we're talking hiking and, okay. you know, just a lot of, like, outdoorsy activities. Yeah. I loved it. The food is incredible. The people are super nice. It was just it was awesome. Nice. The wedding was uh, fucking fifteen hours long. Yeah, I mean I saw that. That's glad to see you're alive. <laughs> I barely. I like my my friend posted, you know, like a carousel post or whatever from the weekend and she was like, What like an amazing weekend of like R and R and I'm like, Were mm-hmm. we on the same trip? <laughs> like there was no R or R. Yeah. Of like no nothing about that trip. It was an incredible trip. Nothing about it was restful or relaxing. <laughs>
0: No, nah, that was a that was a <laughs> marathon of a wedding.
1: Oh my god! But hey, I when, when to, else are you gonna
0: experience that? You know, I've right? never
1: done one like that. It was so it was cool, and it was like really cool to see all of their traditions. It honestly made me like kind of jealous that I that like my culture doesn't have any traditions that are this cool for weddings, like just all this stuff that was really fun. Like they, at uh, so we went from the church to the um, reception place, and they hang back. So that they're they're like they enter the reception kind of like you know when like the DJ announces the couple coming in at like an American yeah. wedding right, but the way that they do it is they come like driving up in their car, they get out. There's like a for, There's like a band, like a Polish band playing. There's like a it's like a polka. It sounds like a polka with like a accordion, whatever. Then they're handed glasses of champagne, they're, that are tied together. They drink the glasses of champagne. They throw them over their shoulders and then they have to like sweep up the glass and they have to get like all the pieces of the glass.
0: Oh, is this supposed to be like a relationship metaphor? Yeah. Like when shit goes wrong. You have to Yeah, you're clean gonna it up like together? clean it up together.
1: <laughs>
0: I mean I kinda just, like just like this to be like, you're gonna clean, right? To my <laughs> Yeah.
1: But so I had like, I don't know. So like that's just one small example. But there just were like several moments throughout the wedding where I'm like, wow, this is a really cool tradition. Like there's mm-hmm. just so many cool traditions happening throughout this. It was very cool.
0: Yeah, I was gonna say, I feel like American weddings are going away from traditions. You know, like we both said what we haven't seen a bridal toss in forever or a garter toss and then the two people that catch them have to do the awkward put it up the skirt thing, you know, oh, all that stuff. I hate that. Yeah, there yeah.
1: was a there was a bouquet toss, but it was different uh, than any other bouquet toss I've been a part of. What what's the difference? Everybody's there? No. It was just a single gals um but and also a couple children well, they count as single, like, they're not married. A little weird. <laughs> um, but basically, so the bride sits on a chair in the middle, and her maid of honor covers her eyes. And everybody, all of the single women hold hands and like wrote, there's a song playing. I think, I'm not sure if it's always this song, but there's a song playing, and we're rotating around her. And we're rotating and rotating. And then when the song stops, she tosses the bouquet behind her and it's basically just like the person who happens to be behind her in the rotating. Oh, okay. So it's almost like less dramatic, but similar concept. Definitely less dramatic because there's no jockeying. It's like the person who's who's right
0: there just catches yeah. it. Yeah. Almost like a musical chair. Okay. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So we but
0: we did do that. Um, but but yeah, is it, it does just... it mean the same thing? Like you're supposed to be the next to get yes. married. It does, does mean it? the same oh, thing. Okay. Yes. All right. Well, nice. Nobody fought over
1: it, then. No one fought over it. No. In fact, uh, we, <laughs> we had to, like... I've never seen a fight. I've never seen a fight over it. I've never <laughs> seen a fight. I've never seen a fight. I have... There was someone... I think I mentioned this in our wedding episode with Rourke. I once was in a situation where a girl, like, jumped in front of me. What? Like, I didn't yeah. have any interest in catching it, so I wasn't fighting her. <laughs> mm-hmm. But she did jump in front of me, and then she dropped it, But whatever. Um. So, yeah. It was just, like... It was so lovely we apparently impressed his relatives so that was a win we were nervous um apparently the dj because there was a dj the there's an after party the next day the after party is the next day it's another full like american wedding length event damn the next day after the 15 hours so the ceremony started at 3 p.m and we walked out of the wedding reception at 4 a.m and that was early we left early god bless uh yeah, and then the next day started at four p m and went until around midnight um and apparently the d j was asking about us that he was like, "Are the American people gonna be here again to dance? <laughs> Are they gonna make it? Well, there you go, good. you brought the party. We did bring the party um and taught him about bad bunny, so that was fun. Oh, come on, Poland hasn't found out about bad bunny yet, yeah, apparently, apparently not in this DJ. apparently not this d j
0: oh he's gonna know,
1: yeah, now he knows now he knows he learned good um. Thing. Yeah, so we just, like, we had a great time, and, you know, I got a bunch of messages from people talking about, like, being alone at weddings, you know, not being there, you know, not having a plus one or not having a date at a wedding or whatever, and I think I didn't even really think about that in the best way. Yeah. Like, it never felt like I was there by myself, and granted, I was in a big group of friends, but most of them are couples. Like, almost all of them. that's
0: good. That's actually usually my bar... (laughs) Not to say like a good couple versus a bad couple, but (laughs) I think of certain couples, right? That I either know or I've been to their wedding. And like, I think if I was to make a speech, I think something I would say is, you know, when I hang out with them, I do not feel like a third wheel. Yeah. And I see the true friendship between them and how also inclusive they are with other people around them. And like, I think what a beautiful relationship. And I think it's just, it is a great sign of like, quote, being with your best friend and you know, being, being interactive with the group.
1: I don't know another way to put it, but
0: no, uh, I we've all been around couples where you're like, cool, you're bringing your boyfriend. So we're not going to talk at all. Huh?
1: Yeah. Well, actually, now that you mentioned that, it's funny. I was in the people I was in Prague with, I mentioned there were five of us, two couples and me. Mm -hmm. I never one time felt like the fifth wheel. Like it actually like didn't even occur to me that I was the only single person there. Like that it was that I was like, Somebody else could look in and say I was, like, crashing their double date kind of thing. Right. Yeah. Not at all. Never felt that way. And I think that goes back to what you're saying about, like, those couples and how I, you know, feel around them versus some others that I've known in the past. Right. I was going to say,
0: do you feel like you'd also feel that way if you were in, like, the romantic city of Paris?
1: I think so. Just with this particular group. I think, like, there were definitely moments... I think weddings generally there are moments where like there's a slow song playing or I'm like, oh, like it would be nice to dance with someone right now. But there were other single people there. So we were just kind of like doing our own thing on the side. Um, That's just when I go to the bathroom. I'm like, yeah, that works too.
0: Bathroom break. (laughs) Check.
1: (laughs) A break for me. (laughs) Yeah, but I don't know. It just it was it was just really nice. And I think it like it really again, like you said, solidified that I really appreciate having these people in my life where I don't feel, you know, on the outs or like a third, fifth, seventh wheel. Yeah. At all. That is nice. I'm happy to hear it. Thirteenth wheel as the case may have been in this
0: situation. Right. Um so I have a little update from last week. So I talked about that date I went on. So I did not hear from this man. I ended up hearing from him uh, a week later. So he texts me the same day that there is the chaotic singles party that night. Yep. And I was not going. I couldn't go. I had a show. But I got a text saying, hey, um, you know, I had a great time on the date. I would be down to go out again. um, And then said something like, oh, sorry, I didn't let you know that sooner. And then he offered to me that we
1: could hang out Sunday, if the weather permitted, because of the hurricane. I was dying laughing, so I (laughs) listened to... So for those of you who are not on the Patreon, I was on vacation, so Erica very kindly offered to record with somebody else while I was gone, and you recorded with Rourke, and I was listening to it on my way back, and was dying, and you're like, you gave me hurricane day! Literally, like, oh, I feel
0: you're so excited to see me that you're picking a day that will most likely cancel.
1: I also, like, don't even like his initial, like, I'd be down to hang out again. It was very
0: afterthought, was the vibe.
1: Such an afterthought. And I I like your theory. I I assume you're going to go into your theory.
0: Yes. So I'm happy I knew the chaotic singles party was that night because my immediate thought was, I think he's only reaching out because he thinks he might run into me. And, like, do you think that, like, it jogged his memory? Like, he was like, oh, shit. I think it was a politician move where you're like, I want to be on good terms. I'll give this offer that, like, I don't think they'll accept. Not a very great offer. But covering my tracks uh, in case I run into this person at this party. Mm -hmm. So when I responded, I, you know, did a nice little, I don't know if you call it, what, letdown text? I don't know. I don't like calling it a rejection text. That just feels mean. But just, hey, had a great, you know, I had a great time. Yeah. You know, to be honest, wasn't feeling thanks, the romantic no, connection I was looking for. Uh, you know, but, you know, thank you for taking me out. And he immediately said, oh, you know, thanks for being honest and letting me know. And then I added, yeah, you know, hey, maybe, maybe I'll see you at a chaotic singles party again. And immediately, wink, wink nudge, nudge. Immediately, he responds with, oh, so funny you say that. I actually was just on my way there to the party tonight oh like, you oh. don't
1: say mm-hmm.
0: yeah trusted by instinct on it but listen no no hard feelings you know uh but because you know most people just can't handle confrontation yeah They're not confrontation. Not even that it's confrontational just the thought of disappointing someone
1: know. or like not get, yes telling someone something they don't want to hear
0: right it, being afraid of like oh, i'll run into them what do i say you know so hey i appreciate it um and then uh I have another little update. So this, I'm not sure if I talked about on the Patreon. We did the little preview to catch up on updates that I went to the frame store to get some stuff framed. And upon going there, I meet this guy and turns out he used to like, used to work at match.com.
1: So random.
0: Crazy. So I start talking to him about the podcast and stuff and I was, you know, picking his brain like, Oh, do you have any like access to some secrets from (laughs) match.com and online dating? And he said, yeah, that's actually why I left. Which is kind of sad to hear, yeah. Um, but you know, dating apps are companies, and companies want to make money. So he called it dark data, and I asked, "Is it just things that they put behind a paywall that you're like, well, that's just annoying? You're using this to entice people to give you more money?" And he said, "That's exactly what it is." And yeah. the example he used is, you know, you pay to see all all the people that have liked you. So instead of you sifting through the app, you could just go, who, who liked me? And I'll look through those first or use certain filters and things like that. So we're talking. It's a nice conversation. And he wrote, he wrote down the name of our pod, by the way. So I don't know if you're listening right now. Maybe. Hello, Hello
1: Framestore man. Hello, Framestore man.
0: <laughs> uh, uh, I, don't, I don't know if he is, but he wrote down the name of the pod. And I felt like there was a little bit of a flirty vibe. He asked me yeah. what my name was twice. I'm like, oh, okay, cute Framestore guy. So today I went back to pick up my frames. And okay. I already told you, I was like,
1: mm, "Frame store guy's there. I'm gonna put out a little feeler. Why not? Yes, you know, love it. Why not? You also didn't you follow him on Instagram? Yes. So a request private. Him. I found. Yeah, him, sent him a
0: request. It still has not been accepted. I think he has a total of like 30 posts. Yeah, he might not. Not even a big Instagram it. guy. Whatever. So I was like, that was my first move to say, see what's going on. Um, but also I thought that was interesting. He like wrote down the name of our stuff. But didn't, like most people just go, what's your Instagram? And then they would like type
1: it in or whatever, yeah.
0: Right. So I was like, I don't know. Is he into social media? Is he not? You know, did Match.com turn him off from the internet forever? I have no he idea. He doesn't have a phone anymore. <laughs> He's
1: like, so, oh my God.
0: <laughs> I mean, talk about a 180. He's at a frame store now. Like. Very different life. Don't know how you make that jump, but good for you. You know? Um. So I go back, pick up my stuff. The woman that was helping me is there. She shows me my frames. I'm like, wow, these look great. Still mad about how much they cost, but it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> so, but everything looks
1: good? You like it?
0: Everything looks good. So okay, I, do, good. I do not see Framestore Man. And then there's another employee that was not there when I was there. So then I get a little nervous because it's a small store, and you could definitely hear me if I ask her about the guy.
1: And the other person's there.
0: Some other person's there that I have not met. Yeah. So, which I don't know why I'm so worried about my reputation. Not like I'm coming to the frame store, you know, it's not like it's the grocery store. I'm like, oh God, I'm going to have to run into them. How embarrassing. But I, I just like felt a little embarrassed. I was like, oh, I don't, I don't know. I just, I don't know. So. I mean, I I I get that.
1: I feel that anytime that I'm supposed to walk up to someone.
0: Right. So this is the move I, I think of, not really a move, but you know, I had three frames. So I said, oh, do you mind helping me carry some of this to my car? And she was like, oh my gosh, of course. Brilliant. So I get the girl out of the frame store and I'm like, we can have we can have a little quick girl talk. We have a little girl talk in the parking yeah. lot. And by little girl talk, I just get to the chase very quickly. <laughs> uh, and I just said, uh, I gotta ask you, you know, last time I was in the guy I was talking to, do you know what his deal is? And she said his name and I was like, yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, that worked at Match.com. Blah, blah, that blah. one. Frame store guy. Come yes. On. And she was like, oh, yeah. She's like, Unfortunately, he's uh, you know, taken. And then I said, "Oh, okay." I said, "Do you know?" I said, "Not that this matters, but just making conversation." I said, "Oh, yeah, I wasn't sure if he was married because I didn't see a ring, and I felt awkward like asking in front of everybody if he was single when I was talking to him." And she said, "No, he's not married, but she's like, but he's like been with somebody a very long time, etc., etc." And I was like, "Okay, good to know." I was like, "I'm very glad I asked you and did not embarrass myself in front of everybody." And she immediately laughed, and she was like, "I know." She goes, "It's unfortunate. He is very cute, and he's also very nice." And I was like, "Yeah, I got a yeah five. Nice very from him. cute, very nice. Check, check. Thought he was very cute, very nice." And if you know any other frame stores, that you can direct me to. I will gladly,
1: <laughs> gladly not. Go. I like your hiring processes, so <laughs> yeah. please let me know.
0: <laughs> right, but I don't know. I still felt it's just still felt more exciting to me than online dating to be like, "Meh." Yeah, I love cute that. Man. Why not? Why not? Why not go for it? So, I'm obviously I'm you. not going to like DM this man or anything. No, of course He's not. taken. Uh, Are would you going to save him you in your men folder? No. Well, also, also you okay? The technicality of the man folder is you can't if their profile is private. Oh I, yeah, I can't fair. find okay. a post yeah, yeah. to save. But no, no, I'm not going to save that in the folder. That's fine. <laughs> if anything, I'm like, should I just like remove my request?
1: Does I that... don't think so. I, I think don't it's know fine. if they still see that you requested it if you remove it. You know, I don't think they do. But I also don't think it matters that you requested him.
0: Yeah, not really. Oh, well, maybe he'll connect us to someone at match.com. We could do an interview with or something. There you you go. But yeah, I tried.
1: I did what what I could. I love it. I'm very, I'm very impressed as always by your in-person moves. I am, I am like already preparing myself to channel you this weekend at camp. (gasps) Oh yeah. I forgot you have the camp this weekend. I'm going to camp and I'm, I'm already panicked about what I'm going to bring to where. Oh, really? There's like. There's two theme nights. I've been like looking at like videos from last year to try to understand like what are people wearing.
0: Mm.
1: I don't know. I was
0: gonna say for like the outdoor stuff and the little active stuff. I'm like, you
1: always have like cute little athletic
0: like matching sets that I think are really cute. I'll just throw one of those. Yeah, I'm
1: gonna go in something in that realm. I don't know. I'm just got. I'm just got a. There's like a white party on Friday, so I was like trying to be like, how? I mean, obviously people aren't fancy; they're camp, but like i'm thinking my white traveler dress my abercrombie traveler dress very cute would be good for that vibe and then the second night is tropical theme and so i ordered it just came i haven't unpacked it yet i ordered two rent the runway top options oh, to fun. do with it's like, like a jean print. shorts yeah one of them's like an open like a camp sh- literally a camp shirt like a button down tropical print oh fun um that i thought maybe i could wear like a bathing suit top underneath okay uh, and then the other one is like more of a crop top, like tropical print crop top. Very cute. I was gonna say you—you you probably already have
0: stuff that could fit this theme. I'm not—I'm not so much a color person in my wardrobe that I definitely would need to rent something.
1: Um, yeah. So okay.
0: So I have a question. Do uh-huh. you know how many people total are going? Is it like a hundred people? Zero clue. Okay. Um,
1: can I give you a goal for the weekend? Oh God. Okay. Okay. It's two full days, two nights? Yeah. So I get down there Friday night, depending on when I get out of work, and leave on Sunday afternoon. Okay. I'm going to give you a goal
0: of... Oh, I'm nervous already. No, don't be nervous. I think this is a very reasonable goal. <laughs> okay. So obviously, there's more... We assume there's probably more women than men going. And 100% women easier, women. easier to approach and speak to for the first time. I'm going to give you a goal. I want you to talk to 10 women
1: that you've never met.
0: Oh, easy. that's easy. Okay, and five men that you've never met. Oh, no. But initiate the conversation.
1: Oh, God. That's not that's that gonna many. Be, that's going to be harder. Okay.
0: Oh, oh, okay, and if they're in a group of two, we can count it as two. Any Great. more than two does not count as five. Okay? I'm not, you're not going to get <laughs> just some up to a loophole. group of five dudes. No. Yeah. yeah, I was like, Wait. you're not going to take some loophole and approach a team of five and go, <laughs> hey, I'm Allie, and walk away. And they're like, run, run away.
1: did it. Yeah okay women i don't i'm I'm gonna even i don't even need to give my goal for myself for women because women i i will talk to probably 50 people like that's well easy. count it it's a competition now oh god
0: my minimum was 10 should i make it 10 men i just this sounds rude no. I, I assume there's at least 10 men going oh, no. but i was trying to pick a number oh my god i, I don't know i know, it's, I, know it's going. Going. I know it's more scary than for you okay so th- i think it's fun to give you a little goal you know
1: well, oh, yeah. Well, I just, I'll just i focus on the men goal. Okay. Five men. I think I can do it. Five men. Init- okay.
0: Just initiate conversation. Talk to them. And and at some point, you have to introduce yourself. I'm Allie, by the way. What's your name? Nice to meet you. Got it. So I need to get five people's names, basically, is the thing. Yes. yes. Okay. Got it. You don't get to just be like, oh, that looks delicious, and walk away. Bye! <laughs> I'm going to make you have a conversation okay it's good practice it's good practice
1: I totally agree with you I totally agree with you it's pushing me out of my comfort zone which is not a bad thing I'm just I'm preparing myself now I'm glad we had this conversation on Tuesday
0: (laughs) hey you could you could how about you you could uh throw some of them these hypotheticals that we're going to talk about today
1: oh god maybe um yeah okay so I'm so I'm preparing myself for camp I'm I'm ready um i also this is like random and apropos of nothing but i have a fun little thing that rorke had sent us actually oh the ai the, thing yes so Rourke had sent us this thing called text from my ex where basically this woman on tiktok um and we'll put the info in the show notes but it's text from my that's all Wait, the info didn't you she
0: go to like stanford it was like yes. a senior project, wasn't
1: it? It was yeah. like a pro. I, I forget exactly what the where the um, she's an engineering the, student, I believe. The, Genes- Stanford. the genesis of it, yeah. But it's an it was an engineering project where she developed this basically AI tool to analyze all of her text messages with her ex boyfriend and like ask the AI, like, what went wrong, essentially, or like analyze our relationship, yeah. Like,
0: where did it take a turn in communication yeah. patterns?
1: Yes. Which we've all felt that before.
0: So this AI totally. was essentially invented for us to go, am I crazy? And the AI said, and no. What was happened? exactly November 3rd, 2022, <laughs> that thing started to turn south.
1: So you can now upload to text from X.com. You can now upload conversations with X's and this AI tool will do this analysis for you. And it's more complicated for iMessage because... You have to, like, do a lot of different exporting or whatever. But WhatsApp conversations are extremely easy to export and upload. Like, you could just press a button and it will just export. And WhatsApp is how I communicated with the publicist. Yes. So when Rourke sent us this and you and I were like, oh, shit, like, all of our conversations are an iMessage, I was like, wait a minute. One of mine's not. So what was the synopsis? So it said... So it's interesting. So it, it like breaks it down into different categories, and it gives you a score out of ten on each category. Okay. And in some places, it like totally nails it. Other places, it gets a little confused. Because like, yeah. Because an example they said is,
0: you know, someone someone uploaded a conversation with their mom, and they were like, "Oh, your communication is good, but there's really no like your romance level was low." And it's like, okay, well, yeah, my I'm not sexting with my mother, so yeah,
1: you know, so. So I'll go, I'll go through. So attachment styles, 7 out of 10. It says the attachment style here is generally secure with a twist of independence. You both have lives outside the relationship yet manage to stay connected. Okay.
0: So it must like it, scan for topic talk.
1: Yes. But it does pick up on places where I'm trying to keep the connection alive and the publicist is a bit too consumed by his work.
0: Oh, it picked up and on then that.
1: Yeah, it says, maybe spend a bit more time nurturing the relationship, publicist.
0: Interesting. Okay. And
1: that's when when his work started to get crazy. And, like, I picked up on that. I remember when I was, like, talking about that stuff. Communication, though, 9 out of 10. It says, you make time to talk about your day and your feelings, actively taking interest in each other's activities. Nice. So that's great. Um. This I thought was interesting, and this is one of the things where it nails it. Sexiness, five out of 10. Okay, so how do you feel like that nails it? Of like, it, ne- you never felt you were like romantic and cutesy in that way, or? Because I don't think that we, that we like connected in that way, especially via text, which I got into like a little bit more on the Patreon. But like, okay. I just never thought, so it says five out of 10. It says, "While you can attribute the lack of steaminess to the long distance, because it th- it thought we were long distance, this is another place where it gets confused because I was traveling. Okay.
0: Yeah, that makes so sense. So it, it thinks we're in a long distance relationship.
1: So it must pick up
0: on when you're making plans and seeing each other, and yes.
1: uses that to calculate like when things went wrong, quote unquote. I think so, but then it okay. thinks we're it, it thinks we're in a long distance relationship because it knows I'm in Greece. Yes." Um, so anyway, so it 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 shows a couple exchanges where like I was trying to be a little sexier and wait, it's it, it gives w- you like screenshots of sections. Oh, yeah, and points it out. Oh, I did not yeah. know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. It's not okay. screenshots, it's like text. So it'll say like Allie and then it'll say what I said, and then it'll say his name and then it'll say what he said. So it's not a screenshot, but it's like the text of what it is. And so it gives examples okay. of why it's giving you that score. And so it's very interesting
0: because you and I both are people that will screenshot conversations to save for ourselves Mm -hmm. for sentimental value. Yeah. And I definitely have when I'm being like I guess in the honeymoon phase, what people will call it. Yeah. That I have little screenshots of those nice moments that it would be very interesting to see if anything it picks up if I cross referenced was like, oh yeah, that that is when the times were good. And I look back at the date, like, oh, yes, yeah, accurate, yes, uh huh, <laughs> that is correct. It's like... <laughs> yeah. Sorry, what else was so I just
1: left? A, so just like a couple things where like a couple examples where like I said something or like sent him a photo that was like oh, maybe it was sexy or I was like trying to be flirty and he like didn't quite pick up what I was putting down, but the AI picked up on it. Yeah. What? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Um, okay. So then it says. I feel like Highlights. I am offended by that part. <laughs>
0: I'll be like, "That was not me being sexy." Okay, I'll show you sexy, you little AI. I'll, oh, I'll show, show a different you conversation. sexy.
1: Yeah. <laughs> no, this it 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 accurately picked up on it. It did say that we both seem to enjoy the small joys in life and we're good humored and like it. It included a couple little moments that show that we're like playful, etc. Um. Okay, so here's here's where the AI starts to go a little bit wrong or like pl- hmm. things where it like doesn't quite pick up on something. So when I was in Greece, he was supposed to go to the Dave Matthews com- concert when all that smoke was happening in New York. Right. Right. I texted him at, saying, what's the latest on Dave? Is it still happening? And he wrote back and like was kind of like vague about it because he didn't know. AI thinks that I'm asking about a date. Like, the AI thinks mm. that I'm asking him if we're still going out, and he gives me a vague answer. Okay. So, some bugs. Some bugs, right? Like, okay, it's yeah, a accurate overall. Yeah, like yeah. But that's, like, 10? just – How would you rank? Yeah, that's just, like, an example of, like, eh, that. that isn't what was happening there. Um, right. But, yeah, overall, I think pretty accurate. I mean, it basically – the, like, summary of our relationship was that we had really good conversation – or, excuse me, really good communication, and that we were very playful – and connected with each other, but lacked a little bit of sexiness. And overall, I think that's a pretty good assessment of the situation. Um, Yeah,
0: I'd say so. I mean, in general, I hope you don't take offense to this, but you're not really like someone that like sexts. You know what I mean? You're not a big sexter. I feel like in, no, with anybody but you I date.
1: No, but I think that being on the same page in terms of like when we're being flirtier is what it was picking up on. Because okay. I've definitely been... I've definitely been more of a sexter with other people. Yeah, fair. Okay. And like also just I think the reciprocation. It's like I think what it it did a good job of picking up on is like tone differences where like one person is putting one thing out and the other person is Hmm. sending a different thing back. So one thing I'd be curious to do is to Hmm.
0: upload a conversation with someone that you felt your communication was not good or you were frustrated with and Mm. see what it picks up on because i feel like that like that type of relationship when it ends is the relationship that i personally would think i want to upload this shit into this program and almost validate my own feelings where you think to yourself am i crazy was i crazy for feeling like they were pulling away whatever whatever and to see it pick out specific things of like i'm very very curious if they would be like During this period, you were texting them more than they were texting you. And I don't know if it also gets time involved if it knows the time that the texts come back and forth. Because I feel like that would be very telling of like, you were sending, let's say it goes, you were sending on average 200 character messages. You were receiving back only 10 character replies.
1: Oh, that'd be interesting. And
0: this much time later, however, beginning of relationship, you were, you know, both on average 100 characters each and the time in between messages was only you know minutes, and then it turned into hours. I feel like it has to be able to pick up on that.
1: I totally agree with you. It doesn't. I I actually that's maybe a good like update or um suggestion for Text on My X two because to give like stats like that. Yeah, but because... I'm saying like
0: I wonder if it does. I don't know.
1: Oh, like if you uploaded
0: any other conversations to reference where you're like, I felt the communication was bad. Let me upload this one and see what it says. I did. What what it, what it say? Wait, also, with I don't know if you'd mind sharing with who.
1: I did the disco ball. Oh, what did it say? So, and that's where I, that's where I'm thinking, like, I wish the stats, I wish that I sh- could see more stats because all of the yeah. feedback is subjective. Like, it doesn't, like, okay. give you, like you're saying, characters or length of time or, like, anything like that. But that would be Damn, cool. I felt like it would. Yeah. Okay. Would, but it still would be tries cool. to
0: pinpoint where they think things shifted, though.
1: I don't know if it's pinpointing where things shifted. At least the two that I uploaded, it doesn't. Okay. It more assesses the overall conversation. It doesn't, it. at least the two that I uploaded, it doesn't talk about, like, at this point. It more okay. gives, like, the overall vibe. But the thing, so overall, it actually gave the Disco Ball and I a very high rating. It was 7 out of 10. And what was Publicist? 9? 9. Nine. Okay. I was expecting Disco Ball to be much lower than that. Just based on like the like shitty communication, more so towards the end.
0: Well, I would think um, the amount would be telling. Publicist was talking to you every day. Yes, you know, so like that yeah. part alone, I would think would be a factor. But You'd maybe think. it doesn't.
1: You would think. Um, but this is this is the part that I thought was really interesting. So it's in the communication thing. It it gave us a seven out of ten in communication, which is I think too high, but this is the this is the notes that it gave it said communication looks to be of decent quality but there could be some improvement in consistency and the mm. balance of sharing personal stories it gives an example that i won't share but it gives an example and then it says you were being intimate and sharing how you were feeling and they completely ignored it and moved on to a joke
0: wow no fucking way it picked that up yeah <gasps> and would you say that's 100 percent right what it said
1: Not a hundred, but it's but it's in the right. What I
0: said was being more vulnerable, and it was kind of pushed to the side and ignored a little bit. Yeah, something. A little bit.
1: A little bit. Yeah. Not quite as. They make it sound like way worse. Yeah. But like generally, yeah. Wow. Interestingly, here sexiness is really high. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm just saying I can be sexy.
0: I, um, I didn't say you couldn't okay also it's a computer judging you on sexiness all right so, like i said if the computer said i wasn't sexy i'd be like what do i gotta computer. do computer what do i gotta do you don't know shit who have you fucked um, computer nobody who've you fucked <laughs> when's the last time you got laid you fucking
1: artificial intelligence bitch <laughs> perfect um but yeah, but mm. it, overall, so basically then it said the, the like last thing is, it just basically talks about the like, what, what's the word I'm looking for? Like the, it's our communication is not synced up. Mm. I can't think of the word I'm looking for right now. Um, oh, the one thing that I did think was really funny is that I accidentally, the, the main thing that it said is that we need to stop miscommunicating. And the example that it gave was I accidentally sent him a text that was meant for my boss. Oh. And, like, I, I was texting with both of them, and I just sent mm-hmm. him the thing. And so then I said, oh, shit, oops, that was for insert name of my boss. And it, like, talked about that in the synopsis. And it was like, he's always going to be wondering who X is.
0: Oh, almost like it's another man you're dating. Yeah. Or <laughs> yeah. yeah. Especially if it was a male name, I assume. Yeah. Interesting.
1: Exactly. And I'm like, no, computer. That one was fine. Okay.
0: This is so interesting, though, overall.
1: It is really interesting. And that one's like, like I said, iMessage was more annoying. So I only did that one. Mm -hmm. Um, But it was just it was also like, it was just fun and interesting to go back, especially to a conversation that happened over a year ago at this point right and like look back and be like oh yeah like those because it talks about cute moments i'm like oh yeah like those were some really cute exchanges but oh yeah i was really frustrated by like lack of consistency and communication and like just kind of like hearing that or seeing that and having it validated was was cool
0: yeah i think it, anybody would want to upload two people they felt were opposites yeah, opposite experiences that they had and see just the differences and and i think a lot of times you would find it just validating to your own feelings
1: yeah so. i was nervous that it was gonna hurt my feelings doing the disco ball well yeah but it didn't that it actually sense. like was yeah but i was i was worried that it was gonna like yeah hurt my feelings or be like oh yeah he like didn't like me very much but actually it validated my feelings of like okay there was a lot of good there but ultimately, that lack of consistency and bad communication was not was never going to work. But like, it actually was kind of nice to see those cute moments and to be like, mm-hmm. okay, yes, like these, like it, I wasn't crazy. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, I get it. Have you ever? This happened to me in college with iPhones. You know, you get a new iPhone and you, you know, update your stuff to the cloud, whatever. So I remember in college, I I like broke my phone. I got a new phone. And the last time I had backed up my phone was from a few months prior. So when it, when I opened the new phone, uploaded everything, the conversations all were from a few months ago. Oh yeah. And there was someone I was dating at the time that I then later stopped seeing, but our messages were at the forefront. And he was one of my top messages because I would talk to him all the time and I opened them and I'll never forget reading them and being like so mad that I was so nice to this man because (laughs) he eventually broke up with me and I remember being like oh look 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 how soft you were being look how cute and soft you were being he didn't deserve any of this (laughs) how dare he you know like I was like damn damn it was all the window into the the honeymoon good time and I was like oh no I can't believe I was that that nice to that asshole you know
1: Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was nice to see both, right? Like to have the cute moments in there, but then also be like, Oh yeah. But then like this other thing happened. Right. Exactly. But so anyway, so yeah, that was my little update since I've been out of town. So I don't have any like actual dating updates, but hopefully the next time we record, I will have been to camp and I will have hopefully an update on my, on my five person goal. You'll have five
0: phone numbers and potential dates. Excuse me. Manifest it. Hold on. Oh, you're manifesting. That's not not what the goal is, but manifest it. I'm just giving you the the, the entry into the door,
1: baby. We can manifest that for sure. That's, I am all about that. I do. do You got to make out with three guys at camp. (gasps) (laughs)
0: Get the the childhood experience you did not have.
1: Oh my God. I'm kidding. That was my goal when I went to camp.
0: Is that, that probably shows I've just been bold from day one. I was like, what? <laughs> I was like 12. And I wasn't like, I'm going to talk to five boys. I was like, I am going to make out
1: with somebody. It's happening. It is time. Oh, man. Yeah. It's, it's, I, it's, that it's, it's that was not going? my camp vibe, but I am ready. I am ready to give, to give my name to five people. Yeah. You can, you can do it. You can do it. It'll work out. It'll work out. I'm excited. I think for so. Goal. I'm pumped. I'll keep you posted and everybody else.
0: Listen up, guys. If you haven't heard yet, we're coming to the DC Comedy Loft for another live podcast. Thursday, March 21st. Get your tickets. We are, I think, over halfway sold out already. Well over halfway sold out. So get your tickets if you want to come. Experience some magic live. We want to meet you. We want to talk to you. We're going to have so much fun. And it's also Allie's birthday that week.
1: It is my birthday that week, so and my mom might be there. I'm excited. You can go to findingmrhyte.com slash live to find an easy link also in our bios to get those tickets, and we are going to have an after party afterwards where we can really meet and greet, talk to everybody somewhere in the area.
0: Yeah, so make sure you come. DC Comedy Loft, Thursday, March 21st, and if you want to check out some stand-up, I'm going to be there all weekend. So Friday and that Saturday, I'll be doing stand-up shows, start swiping on Hinge, bring a date, have a good time. And you can come and meet Allie's mom, which we still have some spots left on our Portugal trip. And a little update on that. A few of you reached out to us about, hey, I want to come either. Unfortunately, I don't have my mom anymore, or I want to come with my aunt. I want to come with my sister. I just want to come with a friend. The trip is officially open to anybody that would like to come. As long as you don't mind, half the trip being (laughs) moms and daughter combos. Everybody's excited to come. Doesn't matter. You are welcome to join.
1: Travel with us. It's going to be so, so fun. You can also check that out at findingmrhyte.com slash podcast. If you have any questions about it, feel free to reach out. We're happy to answer anything. We're just so excited to be there with our moms and with you.
0: Yep. Next October, October 4th through 10th. Check it out. Come travel with us too.
1: Okay. So our topic today.
0: A little, little bit of a fun one that I feel like uh I'll be curious to hear how the listeners like this idea. We have put together some dating slash relationship hypotheticals.
1: I'm excited. I'm especially excited because my friends and I were, happened to be doing this at the wedding that I was at. Um, because it was just, we just like started, basically we had to do something to keep ourselves awake. Um, and so we just started doing this and everybody had to like do thumbs up or thumbs down for the different choices. It was very fun. So I'm excited to do it with you. So, We took a bunch of submissions from the listeners. We're going to talk about a bunch of them and debate them between us, but we also decided to post three of them to our stories so that we could have live results. So first one,
0: would you rather not get along with your partner's friends
1: or your partner's family? I was pretty surprised at the results from my followers on this one. Really? We might be opposite then. What would you say? Mine was really close. It was fifty three percent friends and forty seven percent family. Mine was fifty
0: six percent friends forty four percent family. So were you surprised you thought the majority would pick family?
1: No, I thought the majority more the more of the majority would pick friends. I think this is I
0: think this is a hard one because all you all you think is, well, if they get along with my family, I would think they'd get along with my friends, and vice versa.
1: Yeah, I I agree, but that's coming from both of our frameworks that we get along with our family. Yeah, understandably,
0: right? But I guess, all right, maybe this comes into play. People usually are either exactly like most of their family or the complete opposite. So that also comes into play, right? That like, truly, it's very hard for me to think someone I get along with like and am and in love with would not get along with, like, my brother and sister.
1: I totally agree for me. Like, there's there's pretty much no way. Like, that would be that would be a major red flag to me if someone didn't get along with my brother. Mm-hmm. But I also think I would be friends with my brother, even if he weren't my brother.
0: Yeah, I consider my brother and sister, clo- like, Same. M- some of my closest friends. Yes. Yeah. So when I was, when this I one was feels thinking, a little entwined for me, but yeah.
1: Yeah, but I think a lot of people don't necessarily feel that way. When I was thinking about this, if I had to pick, mm-hmm. if I was like, okay, because I, I, it's the would you rather, right? So if I had to pick, I'm either going to get along with his friends or his family. I'm like, he picked his friends. He did not pick his family. Mm-hmm. And I think I would actually be really concerned if the person that I was dating has selected to be friends with exclusively people I don't get along with. I'm like, what am I missing about him that he likes all of these people that I think are awful? Yeah, that's
0: why this one's very, depends on how you look at it. Because I believe the saying like, birds birds of a feather flock together. And yeah. if you're dating a guy and you meet his friends and you don't like something about his friends and you think my guy's not like that, the truth yes, is he is. is. Yes, he is. He is, right? Like, it, apple's not falling far from the tree in that sense. Yeah. So I I totally get what you're saying where it's like, Okay, if I was dating someone, I don't like any of their friends. Any of them. Any, the of, true, them. any of them. You're like, something, there's something about my guy that I'm not seeing. Exactly. Right? So I get that. However, I think another factor that comes in. Not only are people close to their families, but do they live close to their families? So you don't live close to your families. So if yeah. you pick family over friends, you're in a very interesting situation that, well, who are you around more frequently? Your friends. That's a and major And if you stay factor. in New York City, it's going to be your friends. So when I look at my future, even though I'm living in LA right now, I can't imagine a year where I still don't see my family pretty frequently. Yeah. That I just think of those times. And also when those times happen, when I really have my partner, they're going to be with me. But when I hang out with my friends, I can, I do that by myself
1: already. Like I can leave well, the this- partner behind. That's interesting because that's the opposite question, right? So I think because the question we posed was like, would you rather get along with your partner's friends or your partner's family? Do you think the answer is the same the other way?
0: I misinterpreted it. I thought it was, would you rather have your partner not get along with your friends or your family? I thought that's what it said.
1: But I'm curious now if we think
0: the answer is the same both ways. I say the same thing both ways. I think family is more important to get along with. But I come from a very big, tight knit family. And yeah. essentially, when I'm thinking like future and having children specifically, your life does change and you tend to be with more people that are doing that as well. And yeah. I would, and I, when I have kids, now they're my priority. And my second priority is like, I want them to be close to the family. So I'm going to try to be with my family as much as I can. So yeah, the totally. thought that they don't get along. I think is way worse than friends that don't get along. And here's the other part. My family will fucking say something if they don't like who I'm with <laughs> my friends. I don't think they'd have the guts to bring
1: it up. They'd just be like, well, that's who she picked. And you know, so. Yeah. Be Cause I don't think my answer is the same. So the question we asked was like, would you rather not get along with your partner's friends or your partner's family? And I think then I'm choosing, I'd rather not get along with their family. Like I'd rather get along with their friends because I think, But if you base it in that argument
0: of they're more likely to be like their friends
1: and their family, I don't necessarily agree – necessarily agree. Well, because I think that if I don't get along with their friends, then I shouldn't be dating them. That's why this is hard. This is so hard. Well, it is hard. I think I still go
0: family, personally. But but. I think
1: the other way – I agree with you. If I had to pick the other way, if I had to pick, would I rather my partner not get along with my friends or my family? Mm Mm-hmm. I think I'm, I'm picking family or I, sorry, I'm picking friends in that scenario. I would rather my partner get along with my family. I pick family for both because I think in
0: both cases, I can stay home and not go hang out with the friends and he could stay home and not hang out with the friends. And nobody's yeah, going to, when I show up, they're not going to be like, why isn't he here? Why didn't you bring him? Especially if they don't fucking like him. <laughs> like, So i <I'll> think take the <laughs> friends not liking him because they'll be excited I left him at home. Right? Your family, I stopped bringing my husband around. They're like, what the fuck's wrong with your husband? Why isn't he here with you? Even if they hated him, they'd be like, that's fucked up that he didn't come. You know, yeah. like yeah, in my right. family, it's, it's more, it's like, it's more important that they come with you. It's like a big, almost like sign of respect to, I, I don't know how to like explain it exactly, but, but I feel like yeah. I would have more questions to answer to if uh, it was the family. family. So I'll go yeah. family, both scenarios.
1: Yeah. Oh, it's a hard one though. Cause like, fuck both of those things it's, would suck. Right. You know that's why that's why we have a would you rather. It's a hypothetical. Um, Okay, the next one. This is one of the ones that I did with my friends at the wedding. Would you rather win the lottery or find your soulmate? I personally say soulmate. My followers
0: were fifty nine percent said soulmate, forty one percent lottery.
1: Yeah, I had a similar split: thirty eight lottery, sixty two soulmate. I I said lottery at the wedding. I stand I was by. Say, it. I saw you said lottery at the wedding. I said lottery. This is why I do not believe in soulmates. Okay, Allie. I don't.
0: Soulmates of the idea that there's only one person meant for you. Exactly. That you could make it work with. I don't yeah. either. But that's but what the question the, is. But it, the question is, do you want to meet one of those people? That's not how I interpret the question. You, you think this it's is... like, if I say no to soulmate,
1: I'll just meet a different soulmate. Not a different soulmate. I think that you can make it work. With a lot of compatible people, so I'm not interpreting this question to mean win the lottery or be alone forever. I think that's how most people
0: kind of take it. Is like is really finding the love of their life. Put it that way, the love of your life,
1: truly in that's love. That's not how the, but that's not how the question was written. So that's why I answered lottery. Well, we're debating
0: what does soulmate mean to you. Does it mean there's only one freaking person? So you're looking at it like, oh, meet either this one man or the lottery. I looked at it as like just someone that you're going to absolutely be in love with because I think an interesting caveat to add would be let's not say soulmate Mm -hmm. find your person you will be with the rest of your life versus win
1: the lottery does your vote change so taking away the phrase your person so like are you saying that if I pick lottery then I will not have a long-term partner for the rest of my life I think that's the is gamble that, you take, right? I don't know is, how to... Is that, what, is that what you're saying, though? That's, I'm, I'm asking. I think it.
0: that's what's implied. It's like, do you want to meet someone that you'll be with the rest of your life, in love, found your person? You have the option if, to find that person or the lottery. What
1: if you what you're saying... I don't think that's what the question was implying. But if you're saying that you're, that you're now asking, like, win the lottery or, like, find a long-term partner, then I would absolutely pick find a long-term partner. But I don't think... I did not interpret the question in the same way that you did. I think that's how most people interpret
0: it. It's basically like, you know, we're two single gals. It's like, if I could introduce you tomorrow to your husband, would you want to meet him? And I'm like, absolutely, fuck the lotto. Like, that's how I look at
1: it. I think think that's a different question, but that's why these questions are fun fun, because we all interpret it differently.
0: Because, okay, because you can make the argument here, right? You could find your soulmate, however you want to call it soulmate, your husband. We could even say this you could find your husband, and there's no caveat here that it works out forever, right? So that's Absolutely. the game. You can find the husband. You can find the soulmate. Say you find him, and then you break up one day, right? Yeah. If you think in that time frame, everybody's like, "Wow!" Well, then that case just take the money because divorce is expensive. <laughs> uh Interesting. A lot of people I saw on your story were like, "How big is the lotto pot, though?" Well, that matters too, because how funny would it be? If, like, say this. Say the scenario was real and you pick lotto and they give you a scratch off ticket and you win $20. You technically won the lotto.
1: $20 <laughs> it, does, it, definitely does, it definitely does matter how big the jackpot is. But I think that, that you brought up a good point that I was also thinking about because we we like, we debated this a ton in my friend group when we were, again, trying to stay awake. And one of the things that we talked about is finding your soulmate does not mean that you are going to be together and happy for the rest of your life. And if that was the option, I'm picking that every time. Okay. I guess for me, I wonder if
0: this would change for you. I think the way to simplify my interpretation is, would you rather find true love or win the lottery? How long do you get to have that true love for? Doesn't matter. You get to find true love. It's something that I have never experienced. And I also feel like it's something that no matter how hard I work, I'm not guaranteed to experience it oh yeah money is something i look at and say i can always make more money i can always hustle i can always work harder like uh, money is gonna keep coming it's gonna come and it's gonna go and the same thing with love it'll come and it'll go however i have never experienced true love so it's like i here's the opportunity to experience true love i don't know if it's gonna end with my heart being absolutely broken or me marrying that guy i still think i'd pick love i still think i'd pick it because i feel like i love that it's not a tangible thing i can work towards unfortunately you know, I wish it was, but. Yeah, no, I totally get that. You know, because like, even if I never win the lottery, I could still buy a house someday. Maybe it won't be a fucking mansion, but there's like things in place like a mortgage that it's like, oh, I can be able to have a nice house even if I don't have all the cash on hand. How yeah, do I get someone I to mean... live in the house with me? I do
1: not have the answer.
0: <laughs> I don't have the fucking answer for that question.
1: Yeah, I mean, if, if, the, if the option is like, that I'm going to like be in love and be happy for the rest of my life, or even for a significant portion. Let's, you know, I don't, it has, doesn't have to be until the very day I die. But like, if that's the option, absolutely going with that.
0: See, but it's like, you just found some loophole. You go soulmates don't exist. So the other option doesn't even exist. You know what I mean? I feel like that's like, that's a little
1: bullshit to the hypothetical game. I don't think so. I think, I think it's the a idea, bullshit. I don't think so. I think the idea is to talk about, is to like debate the definitions of what each of those things are. Like similarly, when we were talking about friends or family where you're like, Oh, well your family is people you want to be friends with. That's not true for everyone. So like the definitions of the two things are different. I think for different people,
0: I get that. I'm just saying, I think the people that picked lottery didn't have the reasoning you just said where they go, well, soulmates don't exist. So lotto, I think they just were like true love or lotto. I'm gonna go with the lotto because maybe they think money is like, a more thing they can control once like when you have it whereas like yeah. when you have a partner you have a boyfriend you have a girlfriend a husband whatever you want to fucking call them you still can't control that other person if they 100%. want to leave one day so i don't know anyway still an interesting question yeah i think so all right next one this is a classic one i feel like everybody's asked this question right you're if you're okay what if your partner cheated one time and it will never happen again would you want to know this one is by a hair on mine oh really mine's pretty solid mine is only by 2% people said yes 2% more said yes 51% total 49%
1: said no they would not want to know i'm shocked mine is 6040 yes really you were shocked at the results or that mine are low no i i was shocked that it was like that solidly in the yes camp what did you say what do you say to this question I wouldn't
0: want to know. I wouldn't want to know either. Why Why would and, I take pain that I didn't
1: need to have? And and the the I agree with you. But with the caveat, like the question, the part of the question that says it will never happen again is extremely important. Like that yes. I, it is a guarantee that it is never, ever, ever going to happen again. Then I don't want to know. But like that part is so important.
0: Yeah. I don't want to know. And also even the cheated. I don't want to know the details of the cheated. I don't want to know if it's a kiss. I don't want to know if it was an emotional cheating. I don't want to know if it was sex. I want to know fucking nothing. It's never going to happen again. It's never going to happen again. Because if I truly believed it would never happen again, if I got cheated on with somebody, I would be more likely to consider staying with them. But that's very hard for me to say. And I can't guarantee that because I truly, cheating is, I think my ultimate one of my ultimate deal breakers. I don't think I could ever really trust them again and like forgive yeah, them. Think of a- I think and I that's could forgive, but I
1: could not trust. I'd I don't the girl think I looking through either. your either. Right? And that's that why like, I- I've never been in the situation. So I-, I don't know for a fact how I same, would react. But I like I, I really think it would be hard for me to trust that person again, which is why if we're in a scenario where we can guarantee that it would never happen again, which obviously is not real life. And that could never actually happen. Mm -hmm. But if we could see the future and know it was never going to happen again, then no, I don't want to know. Right. Also, I just feel
0: like there's a little bit of ignorance is bliss. You know what I mean? I'm not saying people deserve to get cheated on. That's not at at all what I'm saying. But like, you know, something that wasn't added in, but never would happen again. I indirectly feel like, okay, I'm looking at it in my head of like, it's my person and we're together forever. Yes. And I don't have to go
1: through a breakup with like the love of my life. Things are going to work out feel this betrayal (laughs) like we're going to be happy forever and it'll never happen again and i would also like to add a caveat that nobody else knows either oh yeah that mm. like what if all my friends know my
0: person cheated on me but i feel like if you have no idea it ever happened and would never find out there's no way they would know yeah true that's what's going to tip you off other people knowing yeah true. or picking up something's fishy you know
1: yeah. So, okay, Classic. I have kind of a – I have a, a an inverse to that that someone submitted. Okay. If you could cheat one time with no consequences, so in other words, your partner never finds out, would you? As a general thing, no. Yeah, me either.
0: Now, if you said if you could cheat with your celebrity crush, the person <laughs> you find – the most attractive in the world. Not even celebrities. <laughs> Let's just say the hottest person you've ever met in your life. You get to cheat with. No one would ever find out. Your partner would never find out. Maybe I would be tempted. But I, I don't think I would. I really love who my partner is. I, I've yeah. never
1: had an urge to cheat. So it's hard for me to understand people that do. It, yeah, I, I think I would still be a no. Because if, if I'm going to say yes, then I feel like I shouldn't be dating that person. Well, that's exactly how I feel, yeah. Yeah, which has happened to me before where I've, like, realized, like, oh, I I shouldn't be dating this person because I I want to hook up with other people.
0: Yes. That's a problem. I've had that. I was, like, flirting with a boy at a party, and he gave me a ride home, and I was, like, talking in my driveway. Nothing happened. And I'll never forget walking into my house, and I had a boyfriend at the time. And my mom, I guess, took note of, like, how long I was in the driveway talking to this boy. Mm. And she recognized the car. She knew who it was. And I come in, and she just immediately was, like you know, Erica, if you uh, don't like Spencer anymore, you should just break up with him. <laughs> and I was like, wow, okay. I I go, I didn't do anything. She goes, I know you didn't do anything. She goes, but I could tell you're flirting with somebody else. So she was like, she said, don't be that girl that like you line up something, like you fully line it up before you end a relationship. She was yeah. like, if you don't have feelings with this person anymore and you have the desire to be with other people, she goes, go be with other people. You're young, who cares? But I just was like, damn, okay. I, advice, I remember...
1: Though. My senior year of high school, I dated a guy for like four or five months. My senior year of high school, and I went to visit Penn mm-hmm. for the like uh, admin weekend or whatever, when they like yeah. invite all the people who, yeah, you know, we'll talk about. And you stay in the dorms, et cetera. And I was staying with who eventually became my freshman year roommate and like best friend for much of college. And we went out one night together, and we met these boys, and I was so into this one guy who was from Paris, and I already, like, spoke French at the time, and I was, like, Mm -hmm. enamored with him. And I had decided in my little 17-year-old head that I was going to make out with him that night. Mm. I had a boyfriend at home, and I had decided that I was going to make out with him that night. Did you did also not. say
0: if I make out with them I'll immediately break up the boyfriend once I get home? I did. Yes, I was <laughs> so, like and I so should like, break doesn't up. Count. It's like, right, I was like, like counts, and I but... break up
1: with him. Definitely would have counted. I didn't that didn't end up happening. I Right. But you were like I'm open to it. I most likely would have had the opportunity presented itself to me. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. It didn't. I don't think he was okay. into me at all. Um but <laughs> but that that was like one of those things where I was like shit, like I'm certainly not into this boyfriend at home, if mm-hmm. I'm over here being like this cute boy from Paris. Yeah. Yeah. You know, if you're, if you're that easily tempted, we'll put it that way. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Like this random person that I just met. Meanwhile, my like poor high school boyfriend was talking about like how we were going to manage being long distance when we go to college. And I was like, I barely managed an admin weekend. So I don't think... <laughs> i don't think this is
0: gonna work it's out. not for me right I, yeah. <laughs> yeah it's also like both of us in these young scenarios i don't i don't know how your parents were but clearly it sounds like my mom was very like you're young like this is not this is fun this is great but like you're not marrying the kid you date in high school you know like she's yeah. just like this is the time to have fun you should see what else is out there like you know whatever but this one i find very interesting mm-hmm. if your partner took a truth pill what one question would you ask them oh
1: i do i have to ask them something yes that's the hypothetical. it's like but i mean your
0: I, answer could basically be i don't there's some stuff i just don't want to know like you're still and that's kind of that's kind of what
1: i'm saying that's kind of what i'm saying like i'm like what question this is the this is the thought process that goes through my mind for this hypothetical like what question would i not get a potentially not get a truthful answer to normally because otherwise i would just ask them right right. but also will not hurt my feelings
0: well that's the that's the game that's why it's like they have a truth pill oh there's supposed to be another line to this they will not remember that you asked them the question
1: oh fuck that's an interesting that's an interesting line so it's like
0: there's no memory after the truth pill so when they have the truth pill you can ask them but i will remember you'll remember that's the point it's like you're gonna know And then you will have that information. And what you do with that information is up to you. But it sounds like you're essentially like, I wouldn't ask
1: a question that I think would almost jeopardize the relationship. Yeah. Like, I don't think I would ask a question. Because I'm like thinking about the the question that you ask would have to be a question that you don't think you'd get a truthful answer to usually or that you would never ask.
0: I don't think it's that you don't think you'd get the truthful. You just would know you were 100% getting the truth. So like, let's say you've been dating someone for like two years or something and you've been talking about marriage and whatever. They take the truth pill. I feel like my, my first question, my question would just be like, do you want to marry me? And I get the full truth because I don't sit there thinking it's going to be a no, but it's like, I would look at it like that reassured. Yes it reassured yeah, all my or, feelings all
1: that stuff or like when do you plan on proposing or something like that
0: <laughs> well that i wouldn't want to know i'd want a surprise but like if you want oh, to marry fine. me then you know the steps in between are going to happen somehow yeah but like at your court you you really do you really you know i assume that means you also really love me like i'm just trying to think of a scenario maybe this question's more fun one of your exes takes a pill truth pill and they're not going to know what you ask what do you want to ask them
1: i think I think I would ask each of my ex'es who broke up with me, mm-hmm. why did you break up with me? I think that's the number one question most women would ask is, what is the real
0: reason you broke up with me for?
1: Because we know it's not because you wanted to be sober and vegan.
0: <laughs> like we know. We know we it know because you just didn't want a relationship right now. What was the real reason?
1: We know
0: <laughs> see, that's something that like also obviously can be hurtful. But you're like, we're not together anymore. So it doesn't matter. I feel like that's a very women yeah. would say that.
1: I like the I like the for the partner one, the like, do you want to marry me? Or like, do you see us together forever?
0: I'd probably ask
1: that. I'd probably ask, like, do you it's see forever? Something us that together I already forever? think the
0: answer is the right answer I wa- not the right answer. It's something I already think the answer is what I want to hear. But it almost like confirms your feelings and your read on the situation. Yeah. Because what if you ask the question, like, do you see yourself marrying me? And their answer was To be honest, I'm still very afraid of marriage commitment in general. If I Mm -hmm. was to get married to someone, I do see it being you, but at my core, I still don't want to be married. How much would you rather have that information than not? And Uh, that's still not insulting to you. That's like, oh, you got your own
1: self-work to do. I think when I was originally hearing this hypothetical and thinking about the possible questions, I was thinking things of like, do you think you settled? Or... Like, Ooh. am I, like, do, do you love me more than you've loved other people? Like, things like that, that would, like, hurt my feelings. hmm Yeah. I think do you love
0: me would be a question I'd be tempted to ask. Not more than other people. Just do you love me? Like, you if saying you I love you to yet. me, do you really mean it, basically? And if yeah. they're like, oh, yes, yeah, like, you really mean perfect. it. perfect. Great. Yeah.
1: If they say no, I would rather have that information
0: and break then- up with them
1: yes goodbye well that's what i was thinking like okay i, I like, like when the does idea this of wear off it. we're done <laughs> when will you start remembering so i can break up with you i want you to remember this part we are over
0: <laughs> he's like what did i do that, I'm like, you know what you did you, you know you know what you did in your heart of hearts <laughs> and just fucking leave <laughs> see then it would make it fun what no, a more so fun, fun breakup to have. I know the reason, and you don't. And I'm going to make you I think mean, about it for the rest of your life.
1: <laughs> what a lot of fucking men have done to me. <laughs> um. Okay, I have a less serious one. Okay. If you arrive to a date first, should you wait for the other person before ordering? Yes. Absolutely. Agreed. And yet, so many people do not. Okay, the, the,
0: I think... I think the only exception to the rule is a drink date. You get a text: "Hey, I'm so sorry, I'm running fifteen twenty yes. minutes late." Yes, if the other person is late, this if goes the other up person the lets you know they're late. Go ahead and order a drink. Agreed. That's also why I always bring cash on dates because I can just buy my one so drink. You with don't my have cash. a tab open. There's no tab, and then there's no weirdness with the bill.
1: Yeah. So i I have shown up to. So many dates where the person has already ordered a drink and I was not late. I find it a little rude. I think it's rude. I think it's rude if a friend does that.
0: Is it bad that my first assumption would be like, how long have you been here? Slash, was there a date before me? Oh, I didn't think about that. You know? Like, I, because I'd just be sitting Like, you there couldn't like, wait Why? two seconds to wait. have a drink? Or text me. Because I've had this. They just got there before me. They text me. Hey, I'm putting in an order. What would you like to drink?
1: totally very different that's very different than showing yeah. up and there's already a drink there and you're like okay there was one and no explanation one that, you know yeah or like there was one that recently that was especially odd because you had to order at the bar but then go sit at a table and so I got there he was already at a table with the drink I like sat down I did not know the setup mm-hmm. I sat down he already has a beer and then he's like oh you got to go to the bar to order
0: okay I would actually read that scenario not as rude. I would obviously it's a little rude, but I would more go. He wants to split the bill on the state. He's not paying for me. That's why. That's why he picked this place. He knew how it worked, and he came early so that he would have no pressure (laughs) to buy my drink, which is fucking bullshit. (laughs) That guy actually ended up. Like my response, honestly, now that I've been around the block, if he was like, "Oh, you have to go to the bar open a drink," I'd go, "Oh, do you have a tab open?" (laughs) And if he was like, "No," I'd be like oh, okay, am I buying my drink or are you buying my drink? I would have no qualms about it, personally. Because that's a new rule for myself. I'm like, I don't pay for first dates. And and if I walked in and that's how I was being treated, I'd be like, okay, I'm going to buy this drink and I'm going to sit somewhere else. Or I would just leave. You're going to sit somewhere else? I would. If I really wanted to be at that bar, I'd be like, oh, okay. Because I would look at them and go, so it's not a date. And if he was like, no, it's a date, I'd be like, okay, well, I would raise my son to pay for the first date. So I don't, I don't know what we're doing here. But it's it just, it's a turnoff yeah. for me. I'm like, I'm
1: fucking over it. <laughs> like that's then—that's totally valid for you. I don't right? mind, I don't mind spending, spending the bill on first dates, but I, it, it I was mind. more the like, I know you do and that's okay <laughs> for you. But like, it's, it's more just like the, the structure of it that bothered me, like less about the money behind it and more just the like, lack of consideration. Oh, the whole thing bothers me for sure. Yeah. But that's like an extra caveat that I'm like.
0: I'd be looking at them like, are you going to go to the bar with me to order this drink? Or this is, I'm getting my own drink. Like we're in a fucking high school cafeteria. Like I'm going to go get my yeah, tray and come just sit just like down. Yeah, just a
1: little like, oh, okay. Yeah, it was just, it was weird to me. And it wasn't yeah. like it was busy and he's like, oh, I had to grab this table. So now I have to sit here. Like, I don't know.
0: Yeah. Or like I said, the courtesy move is texting me. I'm putting in an order. You know, what can I get you? Because I've had that happen, and I'm like, uh, I'm about to walk in. And they go, oh,
1: and then they just wait. Yeah, overall rude. You can can, can wait two seconds to have your drink.
0: Not for it. Uh... (laughs) There's one I'm curious to ask you specifically. Okay. Okay. Let's say you walk into a room full of every person you've ever slept with. You have to go (laughs) up and make a speech about something. (laughs) What would you talk about? Or what would you do? I guess.
1: Um. Honestly, I would probably start singing karaoke. <laughs> You'd just be
0: like, "Welcome to karaoke night," as if everybody knew that's what it was, with no fucking karaoke machine
1: or music. Well, okay, I guess. Welcome the music to would a be acapella an issue. karaoke night. <laughs> it's awkward already it can't get worse well you know what you um, can try to
0: employ people to be like the acapella bass and shit
1: yeah right i'd be like you beatbox
0: yeah <laughs> you think that's less awkward than you just making a speech about something
1: the, the no but <laughs> i i know what to say <laughs> it is absolutely not less awkward oh. first fucks no it is it is so awkward, oh, God. But th- my immediate thought was how do I do something that I don't have to think about like how do I do something where I don't have to come up with words, okay, and yeah. i don't ha I don't have to think about it, and there are just so many songs that I've done at karaoke a million times that i frankly I don't need music or lyrics for anymore, and so it would be horrifically awkward. Let's be clear so you about just, that. But what would your opening be?
0: Thank you all for None. being here today. No opening. Just immediately. Right just immediate. just like deb- a pill. For <laughs> death.
1: Yeah. I literally would probably just start going, yeah, which
0: yeah. is the beginning of Fergalicious. <laughs> oh, boy. I kind of can't believe this is your answer, and I can't believe it at the same time. I thought it's you really- would win corporate. I feel like there's two avenues to this question, right? You could go corporate. Like, what is something I actually know about that I could, like... Or absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, be like a presentation of some kind, you know? Because when I when I, I thought about this today, so we got to cheat a little bit. We got to maybe think about it. Uh, I was like, there's two two routes I can go. One, one route, I think, I would pretend I had a TED Talk coming up. Okay. I'd say thank you all for coming uh, to my practice round of my TED Talk. Uh, I've it, I don't know if you've it, heard or not, on? but I've been selected to give one, and and thank you so much for being here. So I could practice, and then I would just talk out of my ass about something. I would. That's the problem. What would it be on? That I
1: think I would just my mind would go blank.
0: Well, you know what actually would be kind of hilarious is there would be people in this room that knew I had herpes, and other people that it, did it. not. Be herpes. So I feel like I'd say I, I got a TED talk about herpes. Some of you were, BH Pre- before herpes and some- PH, <laughs> like BC. I mean, I feel like I would try to make it funny somehow and address an elephant
1: in the room. I mean, you have a major advantage that you have literal yeah. comedy sets. I you could know, just but
0: do your fucking set. I would be more mortified to do my fucking set <laughs> than talk about anything else. So this is where we differ. You're like, just go to your comedy. I'm like, are you fucking crazy in front of every man I've ever dated? I'm going to be- do jokes about dating and relationships that were inspired by the people in this room. I'm rapping. Yeah. <laughs> well, that- <laughs> well, that's why i was like you know give a give a presentation on microsoft excel or whatever <laughs> so that's what
1: i, I actually i probably see. could talk about my favorite formulas for a while here
0: are my favorite formulas right
1: <laughs> that's a great idea
0: you know <laughs> I could you take a a of guys that are also formula men i feel like they would there would be audience participation
1: i could talk for probably an hour about excel formulas and be
0: fine see? you just gotta think what do i know uh maybe i'll talk
1: about notion
0: i think something that would be hilarious that i thought of that I might do. Because I would think it was funny to address the elephant in the room of like, you might be all wondering, why am I here? How are we all connected? And I'd be like, surprise, <laughs> it's through my vagina. Anyway.
1: <laughs> like Would do... you make a ball line up in, t- in chronological order? No,
0: I think I would do a paper plate award ceremony. Oh and I would God, like come up with an award for each person. You know? Incredible. Give me an example. I mean, first guy that made me come. With no help, that's a, that's a great award. I think any man would be happy to get that award. Everyone would be thrilled. They'd be like, this is awkward, but they'd look around the room like, yeah, that's right. First one. What up? Paper plate. What up?
1: <laughs> would uh, there be some people that just had participation trophies?
0: <laughs> participation plate. <laughs> i would i would try to find a positive you were technically person. there good job <laughs> i'd try to find a positive unless unless they were really a terrible person to me then i would embarrass them and i would think that was kind of funny i'd be like you knew this was coming they'd say yep and i'd have them all walk across the stage like graduation baby here's your plate thank you so much shake my hand strong gonna, handshake pick someone to be the photographer <laughs> that i think is a pretty hilarious route you could go
1: i think it'd be funny um okay I have a similar I have a question about exes for you okay if you could redo any of your relationships or people you dated again but you can't change a thing would you like relive that wait so then it's not a redo because I can't change anything if you could relive if you could go back and relive like travel back in time but I'm not allowed to like break up with them sooner can't change a thing
0: can't change anything Uh uh-uh no like a redo to me is you get to do it over in a different way
1: yeah it's more relive not redo relive
0: oh no no none of those I guys don't... deserved me anyway fuck, yeah, fuck that. yeah no paper plate for you sir i'm not gonna go through figuring out they didn't really want me a second time
1: <laughs> you know? very fair
0: like, like, I feel like I'll, I'll just upload our conversation to this little AI thing, and, it, and it'll tell me all I need <laughs> to know. I don't need to relive it and go. This was the moment the tide turned. You know, I, I got the fucking receipts. I could upload it. I could figure it out. Yeah. Because if anything, I... I would go back if I re- had to. If I had to relive one, I would pick mm-hmm. one to relive, and I would end that shit sooner. Maybe not ASAP. I p- would probably enjoy like the first month or two of the exciting like dating time. Yeah. And having some companionship for a little bit. Maybe I would. You know, maybe I'd be like I'll do a month of that. That was fun, you know? Depending on how good they were in bed, I would have sex with them sooner yeah, to they... teach them or later. Who knows? There you go. But I to the fact that you'd have to just redo the whole thing the same exact way, not worth it.
1: I totally agree with you.
0: I mean, probably not worth it either way, but you know what I mean. I don't find any joy in that. Boo. <laughs> Boo to that question. If you knew you'd meet the person you'll marry five years from now would you still date
1: i've been contemplating this one all day this one has lived rent rent free in my head since it was submitted um let's say you
0: don't have this podcast or dating platform
1: yeah i kind of have to take that out of the mix right like because that would be tough well I'm, i'm saying one way or the other i have a clarifying question on what it on what date means am i celibate no
0: no, so it, that's not at all what dates mean. No. It I'm, means I'm like,
1: asking. It means like what we're
0: doing right now. We're going on dates. I'm hitting on people at a fucking frame store. I'm like, You know, just, <laughs> just being a lunatic, really. Like, I love this question because I can't tell you how many times I have thought to myself, if I had a partner, the amount of time and energy I spent in dating and essentially like yeah. finding new people to go out with, whether it's online or in person or whatever how productive
1: I could be in other parts of
0: my life and focus on those parts fully.
1: Yeah. I think, I think the answer is no. Like I wouldn't, the, the problem is, is that I I do, I do enjoy going on dates. I do enjoy yeah. meeting people. Obviously I enjoy sex. I enjoy like being romantic with people and I wouldn't want to be completely at a zero on that for five years even if I knew it was coming to an end so that's why I was asking the question is too
0: right essentially I think it's asking would you miss dating at all I would and I think that's reasonable to say because I I, I don't think I would but I look at it more from a career lens where I'm like I would just focus so hard on comedy and if anything I think it would be a good challenge for me with jokes that it'd be like Mm. I'm not going on dates so come up with jokes that have nothing to do with dating like You have to talk about all other things in life and make it funny.
1: Yeah, I think I would miss dating. Like, I think I would miss meeting new people and like having that like excited feeling and also sleeping with people and like, you know, all that stuff. Like, I think I would miss that stuff. See, but you're looping in the sleeping with people. I say that doesn't get looped in. If you said
0: it means no sex for five years, uh, yes, then I would continue to date. If like I had to only I, have sex with men I went on dates with, sure.
1: But then I'll how would I meet the people that I'm going to have sex with if I'm not going on dates? Literally just out. Well, I don't I, I don't do that very well. Yeah, but you got you know,
0: like you got horny enough, you fucking would, you know. <laughs> right. If anything, this would be a great challenge for you, Allie. You're. <laughs> well, no dates get laid. No, I'm kidding. Well, because
1: here's yeah. Well, because here I think my issue would be is that I don't enjoy casual sex with people that I have not built any sort of like rapport with.
0: Yeah, not typically. But it I still think it's a loophole. You can you could still build this rapport with people and not be going on dates. Like think of think of people we were hooking up with when we were young and we thought we were like dating them, reality we're not. We're not dating them at all. Like <laughs> like they invite me to a party last minute that they're at not a date
1: yeah i guess I. Just so actually don't, I don't, oof, still now that we've brought this anymore.
0: up i would still date yeah. i take it back you know what that would get more depressing that's <laughs> what i'm saying i guess i still would because i guess there's yeah there's no caveat that's like either you have to like go on one date a week or no dates at all or something like that. exactly so,
1: like i could i think i think i would kind of approach it the way i have been the last couple of months when i've been just more for into yeah like the last couple of months i've been enjoying summer i've been working a lot i've been traveling i haven't put as much of a focus on dating but i have still been on dates and if you listen to the patreon i've been out with some other people too and Mm -hmm. i've been enjoying that even though it is not really leading most likely what i've been doing in the last couple of months is not like leading to the person i'm going to marry But that's felt better for me across the last couple of months. So I feel like if I knew for a fact five years from now that I was going to meet the person I was going to marry and Mm -hmm. I could not meet them sooner, I would probably do what I've been doing the last couple of months for that time.
0: You know what? I feel like just knowing you are going to meet the person you marry, or let's say, you know, for people listening, that marriage isn't their goal. They don't ever want to get married. But you want to find, like, your lifetime partner. Yeah. I feel like for all of us, Just knowing that would be so soothing to hear. We were like, okay, this is going to happen for me. It's not happening right now. It's going to happen in five years. Great. I'll have fun in the meantime. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's it's like if this was really true, maybe I more would actually see it that way of like, oh, so it's going to happen. Because more all our fears come from when is this going to happen? Is it ever going to happen? The fact that it just gets like, no, it will happen. It's just not happening soon. Five years. Cool. I'll freeze my eggs. I'll have some fun, <laughs> like, you know? Um, yeah. I think what would be interesting is, let's change the question. Let's say your options are, if you don't date for five years at all, uh-huh. but then your career is in the place you want it to be, and you hit the level of success that you really want, would you give up dating for five years to do that? Or, or, you date for five years, and you will meet your husband within that time, but your career... At the end of the five years, is not going to be the level you want it to be. Oof. I think I'd take the career route, honestly. It, but obviously, if, if like this, where my career is at in comedy wise, that would be truly life changing for me to have that difference.
1: Yeah, like I, I'm thinking about it from a framework of like, like if the, if if we were having this conversation five years ago, I probably would say the same thing. Yeah. Where I'm at now. Mm-hmm. I'm like, if I'm where I'm at now in five years, I'm good with that. You're good with that. It's You'd not- be
0: very happy to have your person with you. Yeah.
1: A hundred percent. And yeah. like, is where I'm at right now where I want to be, where like, if I had my ideal where I'd want to be, no, mm-hmm. but I'm very, very happy with it. But I'd be very content. Yeah. Yeah. So I think it's, I think that, like you said, I think the framework is a little bit different in terms of like, if five years ago, I absolutely would have said career.
0: Yeah, I feel like I'd go career side. If you were asking me right now,
1: I would pick career side. That, that totally Because makes it's sense. like, also, those are
0: those are the two worries I think a lot of us have in life, right? Yeah. Am I going to be as successful as I want to be, both in career and love? And however yeah. you measure success in love. You know what I mean? Just in love, finding your person, whatever. Yeah. So. Yeah, I think.
1: Like, I'd be like, worth it.
0: I didn't date for five years, so what? I got toys. I got. Toys. we got ai now i get sexed with an ai person if i fucking wanted
1: to you know it's all good they can tell me how good our communication is it'll be great <laughs> <Ay-ay-ay. sighs> all right well this was this fun
0: is, i know this was fun I, I, thank you for everyone who submitted questions by the way
1: yeah we still have a lot so maybe if people like this we could do another one com slash podcast you can submit there just you know just submit whatever a suggestion and put it in there and
0: we also on the Patreon have been getting some am I the asshole scenarios that are personally from our listeners and I fucking yes. love it. It's so I do fun. too. So it's,
1: fun. I was listening to the one that you and Rourke did, and it was awesome. And we haven't got another, another one for the next one. I we saw got another one. I'm so excited. I saw. Okay. Yeah. Win. Yeah. Right. So if uh if you are a patron, then you will probably hear that one this weekend.
0: Yes. So thank you guys for submitting. And uh we'll talk to you next week. Bye.